I'm Kerry Fink, and welcome to today's edition of Kingdom Living Podcast. It's the fast-growing uh, podcast from none other than Glenn Reppel. Glenn, you're a CEO of your own company, GA Reppel and Company, and you and you've done that for many years. But on the other side, you've also done the Reppel Minute for years since 2006. You've been doing that part of it, uh, and then letting people know about kingdom living and really all the opportunities that are available to them. How are you doing today, Glenn? I'm, I'm doing great. It, it's just great to be doing this and working with you, Curious, as we broadcast these teachings out all over the world. It's fantastic. You know, it's so funny because, you're, you know, your financial expertise in business goes way, way, way back uh, into, uh, if, I have a, if I remember the facts correctly, into the early 80s when you, when you first moved into it. And then you've been following the Lord and you've been helping people that you work with on a day in, day out basis, walk closer to kingdom living. And that led you to start the REPL Minute in 2006. And you've been faithfully, uh, that's a daily Monday through Friday. Um, I call it a Bible motivational piece. And then uh, I guess for several years now, we've been in this mode of teaching the kingdom living podcast. And there have been some amazing ones. If you're new to this, uh, viewer, and you would be joining uh, somewhere in the vicinity of, of now. It's well over uh, 300,000 people per month who are coming in and uh, enjoying getting a revelation out of the um, uh, Kingdom Living series. There's been some great topics. Last time we did Our Sonship, and uh, the time before that we did Heaven is Open Now. You know, Glenn, it's such a, it's such a refreshing approach to this because uh, number one, it's not an opinion show. You and I have talked about this so many times. It is, you are just literally quoting the Bible when we go through uh, the, these, these teachings. But then more than that, you're really empowering people because at the end of the day, they're getting a revelation for God who's, for who, how God has actually called them to be. And I'm so excited. And that's why this title is actually kind of fascinating because the title of today's program, are you ready, Glenn? <laughs> The title of today's program is Blasphemy. And yeah. wow, that kind of kind of goes hand in hand with this thing we talked about a couple of weeks back called The Greatest Fraud Ever Committed. And with that uh, provocative title, Blasphemy, I really can't wait to get into today's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because because it, it's really so neat. Because And again, these revelations, as the Lord just shows this, is that, you know, because with, with the book, what we've been uncovering over the time is, is our disbelief holds us back so much. And so we uncover something that's been a lie. Uh, and again, I think we're going to see here, uh, as we talk about blasphemy, uh, we, we, we uh, uh, have bought into the curse of blasphemy back in the, in the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Uh, and where Jesus, that's what he was accused of was blasphemy is blasphemy. He can't be like God. He's thinking he's like God, and that's blasphemy, and that's why he went to the cross, and so we, we just, you know, are we being accused of that? So let's just, let's look at some of this uh, here, is that, so a, a part of what we're talking about here today is what was the purpose of the veil being torn? What was the purpose of that? And then here's, here's the next question, is what was the accusation against Jesus? What was the accusation? And, and again, uh, can you, Carrie, you and I and everybody listening, can you be accused the way Jesus was accused of blasphemy? <laughs> 
Yeah, can we be accused of blasphemy? Because he was thinking he's like, like God. So what we want to do is put the proverbial fraud, the fraud extinguisher on blasphemy. You'll be like God. And, and again, yeah, yeah, we are gods. And so, so let's, let's just look at what, uh, what Jesus said. This is what Jesus said in John 10, verses 32 through 34. And Jesus answered them, Many good works, and he'd done, he'd, 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 created, he'd healed people. Many good works I have shown you from my father. Which of these works do you stone me? Why are you stoning me? The Jews answered him saying, for a good work, we do not stone, but, but for blasphemy. And because you, being man, being man, made yourself out to be God. <laughs> Jesus answered them. Now, look, look at this now. Is it not written in the law? This is the Old Testament. I said, you are gods. So we need to get this because this is a little hard for me because someone showed me something on this the other day and I go, oh, wow, it's right there. So we're going we're gonna to look at this. So when we look at the blasphemy uh, that, that, that was created here, Jesus answered them again, uh, many good works I've shown you. I mean, he's created miracles. He's healed people. Uh, and, and it's the father healing. For which of these do you stone me? And the Jews answered them saying, for a good work, we don't stone you, but you're blaspheming. And because you're being a man. See, they were looking at Jesus only as man. Because that's they're seeing through their sight. They could not see the spirit. They could not see the spirit. You're, you're just being a man. Uh, make yourself to be God. And then Jesus said, it is written in, in your law. I said, you are God's. So here it is in Psalms, Psalms 82, 6 is, is, and again, I said, you are God's. You are the children of the most high. And again, we are God. So he was referring back to Psalms in, in 82, 6. And then what we see also uh, in John 5.18, and this is in the mirror translation, this was fuel for the fire of Jewish zeal in their determination to execute Jesus. Not only did he break the Sabbath, the rules and regulations, uh, but now he has gone beyond all extremes. He calls God his father. Now look at this. I love this. Who does he think he is? God's equal? I, I love that. Who does he think he is? God's equal? Yeah, that's what he thinks. That's a blasphemy. Are we being accused of thinking the way Jesus thought is blasphemous thought that we are, we are God. We're made in God's image. We're made in the likeness. We taught, we've talked about this in the past. And then in the new King James version, it says, therefore the Jews sought all the more to kill him because he, he not only broke the Sabbath, he broke the, the law of sin and death, but, but said that God was his father, making himself equal with God. And that's blasphemy. Oh, oh, and again, what are people saying? Because we, we say words like, oh, what do you think you are, God? Yeah, I'm a son of God. Yes, I'm made in the image and likeness of God. So that's the blasphemy that has gone on uh, from, from the beginning, actually. And so let's go back uh, to, to uh, one of the scriptures that's really been key uh, to, to the teaching that we've gone through. And it's just so, so important to us. 
uh, that, that we get we get this teaching here because uh, it's something that each week we're probably going to uh, go over. And, and a part of this is because I, I've just seen this so important in my own life. And, and this is in Colossians 3, 1 through 4. And this just kind of carries over to all the teachings that we're doing. Because we know in the past, one of the teachings that, that's been my favorite has been in 2 Corinthians 5, uh, 17 through 21. And we're new creations. Well, look at this new creation we're at here. We're one with Christ in glory. We're with him in glory. Christ, and again, I know we've passed this out in past uh, podcast, but this is so important that we get this, that, that you memorize this, you put this into your, your mind and your soul and your body and understand your identity because God's, because uh, this is speak, Paul's speaking directly to us here. Christ's resurrection is, carry yours and mine, our resurrection, our resurrection too. Christ's resurrection is our resurrection too. This is why we are to yearn for all that is above, because why? That's where Christ sits enthroned in the place of all power, honor, and authority. Yes, Carrie, Glenn, all, the, all of you list, feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm. I mean, we talked about heaven is open. So we, we need to feast that heaven is open, the treasure. We're born again, and that's the heaven has come to live inside. So feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill our thoughts with heavenly realities. See, and again, they were crucifying him because they saw only with their own eyes. They were not seeing in the heavenly realities because you know, they were just there looking at what they could see. And so, so fill your thoughts with heavenly realities, not with the distractions of the natural seeing eyes, the natural realm. They could only see in the natural realm. They were not recognizing they were living below their intended purpose in life. So here we go. Your, Carrie, yours and mine, and everybody listen, your crucifixion, we died with Christ. We're alive with Christ. Your crucifixion with Christ has severed, has severed the tie to this life. And now, and now our life, your life, your true life is hidden with God in Christ. We got to understand we were crucified with Christ and we no longer live, but life, Christ lives inside of us. This, so again, this, this is blasphemy to, to a lot of people say Christ lives in us. That's blasphemy. Yes, that's true. So this, so we've severed the, the tide of this life, and now our true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. That's blasphemy. <laughs> you know, and, and as Christ himself is seen for who he really, now this is so important we get this. So as Christ is seen for who he really is, who you really are will also be revealed. So we got to understand that we are in Christ. And for you are, so here it comes, and this is the, you for you are now one, one with Christ in his glory now. So we're sitting in the heavenlies, in the throne, in Christ Jesus. And he's given us the power, honor, and authority as sons of God. And that's what we taught on in our last podcast as, as sons of God. So it's important that we, we, we get this. Now, so 
this seamless union that we've got in Christ Jesus is that, and, and this is so important, is, is that we understand, I just love that the whole teaching is just John 14, because what we see in John 14 is on that day. And again, we talked about this before, uh, the God who is, who was, and who is to come. And he's come. That day is now when, when, when he reveals that we're sons of God, that our identity, the original blueprint, the original design that God has made us, uh, has come. He did that, and he said it's finished on the cross. So on that day, when that time comes, and it comes when we grasp who we are, you will know for yourselves that I am in the Father. And let's let's look at this. I am in the Father. So this is the Father, and I. This is Christ in the Father, and you will know that we are in a seamless union with one another. So what we so we have, and and the Holy Spirit. And, and we are in Christ. So this is us. We're in Christ. Christ is in the Father. And the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. So this is this seamless, this seamless union of the oneness that we have. We understand that we're not, we're not outside of the Father and the Son, but the Holy Spirit living in us brings in the union of Christ. Christ is in us. And this is so important because. Uh, this is blasphemy. This is blasphemy. We're in Christ. Christ is in us. The Holy Spirit is in us. We are made in his image and likeness. I am in the Father, you're in me, and I am in you. Boy, that's celebration. That should get us excited. And again, this scripture just describes it even, even more so, or, or, or explains it again too, is that is our, our hope. Christ in you the hope of, of glory revealed. And again, the scriptures are all around this, explaining this. And this is in, in Colossians, again, 126. And I'm using two versions, the Amplified Classic and the NIV. The mystery, see the mystery that's been hidden for, for years. And again, this is a part of why is the why, why is it important that the veil was torn open and and, the, and it's torn open to reveal the mysteries of who we really are the mystery of which has been hidden for ages and generations from angels and men is now revealed to his holy people his saints that's blasphemy right there to be calling us his saints uh, to them god has chosen to make known among the gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is what? Christ in us, in you, the hope of glory. Oh, so the veil was torn, the veil was torn to reveal our identity in, of, of who we are, that we can enter into his presence. As we've talked about, heaven is open now. And so it's really important that we can enter into that. So as we've talked about in, in, in all of our past podcasts and teachings is we talk about the three greatest historical events. And it's really important that we grasp that, 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 that these historical events in that uh, uh, when in the beginning, in the beginning, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So that's creation. That was the beginning. And then he created and formed man out, out of the ground. And, and formed and, 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 and the blueprint was put in us. His DNA, his love was put in us. We're put, made in that image and likeness. 
Yet at the same time, in that garden, there is two trees. There's a tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and there's a tree of life. And, and we're going to see what that, what, what that looks like uh, here in a second. But, but what happens, uh, because Adam and Eve, they, they, they uh, rebelled, but at the same time, they did not believe God. They went out on their own. They did not trust God when he said, if you eat from this tree, you will surely die. You will die. And so what happens, we have some, some, some past uh, teachings we've done on immortality and, and the ideas that we were made. It was never God's intention for man to die, Adam to die. We're made with this body. We're designed with this body. We're spirit beings made in the image and likeness of God. And how can we rule and reign this earth without a body? So he needs bodies for us to be here with his spirit living in us as this temple to rule and reign here. So the fall happened, death came in, and, and with that came all the condemnation, the guilt and the shame. But here's the greatest event in history was the redemption of man. And we've been recreated into the image and likeness of God. And so we're, so as we're born from above, as we're to seek all that is from above, we're born from above, we become that new creation made in the image and likeness of God. And we become Christ-like and we can enter into that veil, uh, through that veil, into that tree of life that has been protected from us. And so what we see here is that when, when Adam and Eve, uh, they, 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 were, uh, uh, they were chased out of the garden. So, so, so what happens, in, they listen to that serpent. And, and the ser now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. God had made the serpent. And, and he said to the woman, has God indeed said, you should, not eat, you should not eat from every tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may not eat from the, the trees of the garden, but, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God said, and here it is, this is it. You shall not eat it, nor you shall touch it, lest you die. So again, this is one of those things where the serpent, they did not trust God and death enters. And then the serpent said to the one, you will not surely die, for God knows that in the day that you eat, uh, for your eyes will be open, and guess what? You're going to be like God. So this is another one of those lies, knowing good and evil. We were already made in the image and likeness of God. So blasphemy, the curse of the blasphemy started in the garden where the people, uh, when man disbelieved the image of who they are. So Jesus also was uh, when, when the, they, they said, well, you've, you've, made, you've had all these uh, miracles you've done, but the, by him saying he is like God, he was put on the cross. And so he was crucified. So, so it's really interesting how, how, how it comes apart here. And again, so uh, let's, let's look at some other scriptures that tie in the union that we've got in Ephesians 1.11 in the Passion. Through our union with Christ, we too have been claimed by God 
as his inheritance. So, so our own, so we're his inheritance. We've talked about this before, but we we're inheriting our original identity back before we were even born. He gave us our own destiny that we would fulfill the plan of God who always accomplishes every purpose and plan in his heart. So he's accomplished that purpose of redemption all along. And then first Peter one verses three through four in, in the passion celebrate with praises, the God and father of the Lord Jesus Christ has shown us his extravagant mercy for his fountain of mercy has given us what? A new life. We are reborn to experience a living, energetic hope through, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So that's our resurrection too. So we are reborn into a, now look at this inheritance. We're reborn into the inheritance of a perfect inheritance that can never perish, never be defiled, never diminish, it is promised and preserved forever in the heavenly realm for you. And this is now because heaven is open now. So it's open. So our inheritance, and, and this is reading this in the uh, uh, mirror translation, the, the same scriptures. Let us celebrate the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ with articulate acclaim according to his matchless mercy and tender compassions. He birthed, he birthed us again. He birthed us again. Good work. When Jesus was raised, when, when, when Jesus was raised from the dead in him, we are, I love this. We are rebooted. We are rebooted to live the authentic life of our design while participating in a living hope, witnessing the father's expectation of the ages unfold in us. This is really important that we get this. The ages are unfolding in us now. So that's an important part that we're manifesting the earth now. We are reintroduced to an imperishable inheritance, which has been flawlessly preserved for us in the heavenly realm, where neither Adam's fall nor mankind's failure to justify themselves could possibly contaminate, discredit, or dis diminish the original portion of our true sonship realized in Christ Jesus. Wow. Wow. So let's, let's look at this. And again, I remember doing this teaching before in, in quite frankly, when I did this teaching is like, oh my gosh, is someone going to think that, 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 that I'm blaspheming God? Because I remember doing the teaching, I'm a saint, I'm anointed, I am Christ. And let's just go back and do this because it's really important that we get this because we, <laughs> are, are we being blasphemous? Yeah, but, but we're, because this is Christ, Christ was claiming God is his father and, and he is God and we're made in that image. So people, yeah. So, so when people say, well, who do you think you are? No, we're not God, but we're made, we're sons of God, which we, we've done a teaching on. And again, this same seed in 1 Peter 1, 23, you've been regenerated, born again, not from a mortal original seed sperm, but from one that is immortal by the ever living and lasting word of God. Be it unto, and again, this is what Mary said, be it unto me according to your word. And, and so 
And, and again, that was meaning when this when the seed, the Holy Spirit was planted in Mary, that's that same seed that we have when our rebirth happens. So Jesus Christ, the anointed one. So Jesus Christ combines his name, Jesus, with his title, Christ, meaning Jesus, the anointed one, or Jesus, the chosen one. And so, so when we are anointed carrying the Christ name, we are carrying that same anointing. So when we say, I am Christ, I'm not Jesus, I'm not God, I'm maiden, I am sons, because Christ is in me, I am in Christ, and we have the divine nature of God living inside us. We have, we're not outside, we're not outside of these. Christ is in us, the Holy Spirit is in us, and it's really the four of us working together to fulfill the purposes that God has had all along uh, that he designed in the beginning. So our inheritance then is, is what, uh, is what uh, our inheritance, but by faith, Abraham acknowledged the call of God, uh, which gave him his identity and destiny as evidence in his inheritance as he journeyed into the unknown. And again, in this so interesting because what happens is that uh, this this is in, in in Hebrews 11 where where this is the Hall of Fame. And again, so nothing in Abraham, nothing but his faith seemed permanent. Nothing, nothing. So as he's journeying, nothing but his faith seemed permanent. While Abraham camped in his tents like a stranger in the land of promise, his sons Isaac and Jacob joined him as sojourners. Equally, now look at this, equally persuaded that they were heirs of the same promises. So we're heirs of the same promises of the inheritance that God's given us as sons and daughters of, of, of God. His faith saw a city with permanent foundations designed and constructed by God. So let's 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 look at these this city that that has been uh, that has been given to us, and again it's and we've we've taught on this we've talked on this before and that's that new Jerusalem that we talked about in Hebrews twelve twenty two in the Passion is that by contrast we have already come near to God we've already come to a totally different realm the Zion realm where we have entered the city of the living God which is the new Jerusalem in heaven heaven is open heaven is open we have joined the festal the festal gathering myriads of angels in their joy cellar so we're a part of that now this is when we have to die to get to heaven that's open now and again in the footnote here is the Greek verb is the perfect tense indicating that the fullness of our salvation and our entrance into God's heavenly realm has already taken place. Praise the Lord. It's already taken place. So we see now in this new Jerusalem is, is that uh, it has taken place. And, and what we see is by contrast, we already come near to God in a totally different realm, the Zion realm, which we have entered into the city of the living God, which is the new Jerusalem in heaven. So what we're looking at here now is this new Jerusalem is not a place, but a people who dwell with God in their midst. It is a, uh, it is a city that is a bride or a bride city coming out of heaven to earth. We're not going to the new Jerusalem. Look at this. We're not going to the new Jerusalem. We are going to be the new Jerusalem. 
That's powerful because we're looking at, at, at where, we're, no, this is who we are. This is the identity. We are, we're sons and daughters uh, reigning and ruling as kings here on earth from the king. He's given us the authority to rule and reign here. So we know what our purpose and destiny is. We can rule and reign. We've, we've received, we've, we have already received the communion on the Mount of Zion. So the purpose here is the manifestation of sons and daughters. The entire universe, in Romans 8, 19, this is so important that we get this. The entire universe is, 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 is standing on tiptoes, yearning to see the unveiling. So that the unveiling, the veil has been opened for the God's glorious sons and daughters to rule and reign. And, and we see as God's sons and daughters unveiled with the glory of Jesus Christ upon them. And the verb tense here in the Greek is clear. It's the unveiling is imminent. It's happened when we realize it. Christ's glory will come to us, enter us, fill us, envelop us, and then be revealed through us partaking as partakers of the glory. This is a now. This is happening now. This, you know, this is the God who is, who was, and has, has, has come. And so he's come to unveil his purposes inside of us now. So part of this that's so important is, is we're sons and daughters of, of the kingdom of God. And so what happens is important that we reclaim the seven mountains and the mountains of commerce, the mountains of entertainment and art, religion and family, education, government, and media. And what's happened, we've allowed the enemy to rule and reign in these areas. And as sons, this is our job to come in and rule and reign in, in, in these areas. Uh, and so, uh, so, so important that we, we grasp who we are and what our identity is in Christ. And so, uh, blasphemy. Blasphemy is when we don't really recognize our identity as Jesus. They, they accuse Jesus of blasphemy because he thought that God was his father. So are we thinking that God is our father, that Christ is in us, that the Holy Spirit is living in us, that the divine nature of God is living in us? All of this is us divinely made in the image and likeness of God. Wow, Glenn, you know, as we're going through that, and I keep thinking about that, it's so often that we run into people and we're talking to them about uh, the gospel and somebody comes up with this stuff like, oh, I know about Jesus. He's a good teacher. He's a prophet. He's a, uh, uh, you know, he's, he, he was a good, he was a good man. Uh, I've heard, I've heard that a lot of times and always almost universally, my, uh, my response back to them is, well, Obviously, you must not have studied yet your your New Testament because if you really had, you would understand he can't be those things. He's he he was either the the most blasphemous heretic ever coming against a system, totally blowing their theology of of how they saw things working, or he's exactly who he said he is, the Son of God, and therefore. Uh, it change, it shifts everything, and of course, that's the foundation of our 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 belief and everything that we subscribe to. And that's why, Glenn, this believer's declaration of legal rights is so important because as you understand that Jesus is exactly who said who he says he is, and then we uh, take 
the next step ourselves and understand who he came to be so that we could be kingdom living. And that's why these uh, declarations are so important because, Glenn, as we've talked about so often, the fraud is really what's trying to hold you back from accepting all that God has for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so important because we because we're living under what our purpose, what his purpose for us is. Yes. And, 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 and again, hopefully we can be accused of being blasphemous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, and, and, and people can see the light of Christ living in us, that they see that light, they see that hope, they see, they see the righteousness of God living in it. They see the love of God living inside of us. And so as we close out this today here, I just, if we just read this, the believer's dec declaration here uh, is, I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in the kingdom of priests, or kingdom of priests and kings. I belong to the family of God. I enter into God's presence boldly now. I've been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy of the Holy Spirit living in us. I'm restored, redeemed, recreated back with God, the Father, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit living in me now. I have the word, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He lives inside. I have the word of God dwelling in me. I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is my robe of righteousness. He's made us righteous, not by anything we do in performing to be our religious duties. He made us righteous because he died for us and recreated us back in his image and made us righteous. He took all sin and made us and gave us his righteousness. I have the legal rights. Here we have the legal rights and privilege to use the name of Jesus in our family name. I have the legal authority as a believer over the principalities and powers and the rulers of the kingdom of darkness because we're sitting on the throne with him and he's given us all the power, honor, and authority to rule and reign here on earth over the kingdom. of. That's the manifestation of sons and daughters of God now. And I have the Holy Spirit living in me, the resurrection power to cast out demons that lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. Wow, Glenn. The dunamis power of Christ living inside of us. It's so important to understand that uh, position relationally, Glenn. And in just a moment, I'm going to ask if you can pray for all of us within the sound of uh, sound of this message. But I, uh, just before we get there, I always want to have a, a moment to share. If you're new to the Kingdom Living series, first of all, thank you uh, for, for, for taking the time to join us. But also, uh, this has been impactful for you. Please like and share this with uh, people in your circle that will find this valuable. Everything we're talking about, um, well, first of all, like we said at the outset, this is all uh, talking Bible, but this all comes uh, from, uh, kind of grows out of uh, Glenn's book called Fraud, What God Has to Say 
about the tactics of the enemy. And as we've kind of covered in today's teaching, um, you get some sense for it. But one of the reasons to get the book is it's a really great tool. It's 40 bite-sized chapters, makes a perfect uh, thing for you to work through on your own, or maybe you want to get together with some colleagues at work, or, uh, or maybe you have a home Bible study and just take a chapter and dissect it. But one of my favorite parts, Glenn, is we get down to the, to the end of it, uh, and we're talking about this, uh, this section where you have uh, who I am in Christ. And that is so important for us to understand and remember, uh, especially when day-to-day -day darts are shot at us and, and, and things come against us. Um, that's why you're so careful, Glenn, when you talk about the subjects we do in the Kingdom Living series, things like heaven is open now, our sonship, to never die, um, word truth produces word fruit. These are all recent uh, episodes on the Kingdom Living series, and every single one of these is available to you. All you have to do is go to therepelminute.com. It's a great uh, resource for you. First of all, it's absolutely free. You can check out any of the Kingdom Living podcasts right there. Uh, you can go see the Repel Minute. In fact, you could subscribe uh, absolutely free of charge. All we ask is your email. You're not going to get a bunch of stuff uh, uh, from any place else. All you're going to do is get the Repel Minute Monday through Friday, that biblical motivational uh, Kingdom Living uh, bite-sized kind of message every morning, the one that Glenn has been delivering faithfully since 2006. You can also uh, check out the Fraud uh, series episodes of the Kingdom of the uh, Repel Minute series, and there's also information so that you can, if you'd like, you can order your own copy of Fraud and, and check it out as a study guide. The main thing, though, that I think we're after, Glenn, and, and, and I would hope you would agree, is we're really wanting the people who come in contact with this program to step up their thinking and understand uh, this, this concept that we really are, we're heirs of God, we're sons of God, we are um, to never die, heaven is open now, everything is waiting on us to accept that kingdom living moment, Glenn. You know, you're so right, Kerry, because I, I think a, a real motive here, because how this happened to me is I just started reading the, the Word of God. I was challenged to read it through in a year, the Bible through in a year, and then in the second year reading it, all of a sudden, Paul says, I didn't learn this from any man. I learned it from the Holy Spirit. So when the Holy Spirit started doing the teaching, so so the, the idea here, this isn't about Carrie and Glenn, and we're just honored that we can use the Word of God that that, that is speaking through us to speak to you because your teacher is the word of God. And as Carrie said in the beginning, we're reading scripture here. Now we're reading it because it's fun and enthusiastic and it's real. This is the real life. And so when that becomes real to us, so really the encouragement here is to get in the word of God and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. When that happens, you're just gonna see a real transformation. You're born again. Yet at the same time, it's just like eating a, a banquet. You just can't get enough of it. And you keep eating and eating and feeding on it and, and get rid of some of the frauds that, that are in your life. These lies that you've bought into, <clears throat> excuse me, about who you are. And, and again, what religion is, because we're sons and daughters. 
It's really important that because we've we've been trained uh, around certain things, and and really the, the word of God is really clear. It's really clear as you allow the Holy Spirit to do the teaching. So we're just honored. We are very honored uh, to be here and just be able to uh, use this this platform uh, to speak the truth of the Word of God. Yes. Yes. Well, let, let's close in prayer. But again, please like and share this message and uh, direct folks to therepelminute.com. That's a great resource for you to check it out. Yeah. And, and, and thank you. And again, uh, and again, as, as Carrie had said, too, is that the resources are there because we've taken each of the of, of the 40 chapters. We've done a podcast on those. So you could do a small group, get the book, walk through it, listen to the videos, and they just, but the, but the key thing was to get the book, mark it up, go give it away. Yes. And, and because people need, need to get involved, it's an easy read. And so with that, it, it just it, it sign up and, and just, just spread the word of God. Because uh, as you write, because I never thought of myself being a writer even, and all of a sudden I started writing the word of God. And, and so it, uh, it just really started penetrating my life because as a teacher of it you get more out of it than the students do so each time the preparation for these classes and this teaching helps helps me probably more than it does you even so thank you i'm honored father we just come to you in the mighty name of jesus father god we just thank you for sending your son and we have the resurrection resurrected life living inside of us we have the christ likeness we have the oneness living inside us. We have the Holy Spirit that guide us, direct us, and teach us. We know that your word does not return void. There's people that are in pain today. There's people uh, that are, are having uh, financial difficulties. There's circumstances that they're dealing with in relationships. We know that you are greater than any circumstance that's coming at them right now. And Father, just remove all fear. You're perfect. Your perfect love removes all fear. Father, just let who's ever listening here receive their acceptance of your love as sons and daughters and just receive, put your arms around them. Let them receive your hug, your divine hug in them and just, just know that they are loved. And Father, we just thank you. We just thank you that you are Lord. We worship you. We praise your holy name. We thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And thank you, Glenn, for sharing. And thank you, viewer, for joining us today for this Kingdom Living episode. Again, uh, direct all your friends and, and colleagues to uh, therepleminute.com. There's going to be something in there that's of value. And we can't thank you enough for taking the time to join us for the Kingdom Living podcast with Glenn Reppel. Remember, you can find these uh, every place you get podcasts. You can get them on Spotify, iHeartRadio. You can grab them on uh, Apple iTunes. You can find them uh, right there on Amazon uh, Podcasts. So wherever you get a podcast, uh, like it and share it. And uh, thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time on Kingdom Living.